Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I'm Ryan. This week we are covering Playdate news. Indie games of the week. And talking about what we've been up to now that season one releases are complete. Thank you for listening. Let's get started. After this Guys, long break. Yeah, Oh my up? gosh. Seriously. <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time. I missed you. I'm glad you recorded that filler episode that we were able to slot in last time. Filler? That was all killer. What are you talking that about? That killer. I, that's, it was a slip there. Yes. Thank you to Nick F. for the ticks, tri, uh, tricks and what's Whoa. it called? Tips and tricks episode we aired last mm-hmm. time. And if you were not able to listen, uh, you're only listening to this episode for whatever reason. There's a lot of tips in the show notes for the last episode. Interview number two, Nick F on season one game so thank you to nick f and to ryan for putting that together that yeah. really saved us because our last episode uh, got trashed totally and so, so i, I want to echo what don said and say big ups to nick f thank you for coming on uh i think it was pretty apparent he and i have been having a lot of fun sort of trying to best one another in these games and uh it was fun to talk like you know, moderate to higher level strategy on these games. Cause I feel like one of the strengths we have as a threesome here is that we all have very different uh, tastes in these games, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's hard to talk about like, Hey, I want to get in deep on this, you know, score chaser. Cause that's not really a a Don or Nick jam. So that was really fun to have Nick on the show. So uh, Nick F thank you so much. Um, Nikki B it's good to have you back. Uh, did you have anything to say about the tips and techniques show? Uh, yeah, I, I found it very informative. And the um, the I mentioned in the Discord, but um, using Mirror uh, as a way to help boost scores is just a phenomenal trick, which uh, I don't know why it never occurred to me. But uh, it's, Did you uh, try it after that? I haven't yet. But <laughs> Downloaded, haven't played I will. it. Exactly. You got <laughs> it. Is Mirror playing it on your desktop? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like mirror mode. Like you played left-handed, like a flip the screen mm. upside down. I did not put that together. Yeah, it'll. I didn't realize so many games had that option. The when you guys are talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what most of the streamers are doing when they're showing yeah. you know, live feeds of their their play date because it's not like you have to shine a perfect light on it or something. It just feeds yeah. into the computer. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Extra pro tip, explaining what mirror is. <laughs> cool. Next next episode, mirror. Yeah. Uh, but on the topic of Nick F, I also wanted to send some shout outs to Nick F for getting first place in a couple of tournaments at Gen Con. So uh, shortly after we recorded last episode, Nick F uh, hiked off to Gen Con. And uh, you guys fill 30 seconds for me here because he told me which games they were and I want to make sure I get them right. So... Mm-hmm. Go. Uh, well, I know he was uh, preaching the gospel of the Hello Playdate podcast while he was there, uh, just really spreading the word. But uh, thanks to to Nick F for well, for all that. And why Ryan's is it called Gen Con? That's the most generic name for a convention I've ever heard. It's generic it's convention. convention. That's exactly yes. it. Is that really what it stands for? <laughs> no. Is it tongue in cheek? Oh, it, it's it sounds like Gen Pop, convention. like a like in prison. That's that information must be online somewhere. Nick F will be yelling into his earbuds at this Let point. You I'm look. certain. Yeah. Okay. While you're looking for that, uh, I have news. Nick, calm down. I'm sorry we don't know what Gen Con means, but we are very proud of you for taking first place in Star Realms and Seven Wonders Duel. I don't know what any of that is, but I know that Gen Con is a massive show, so I can only imagine there was some stiff competition. Um, so very cool. Uh, Nick is owning not only in the Hello Playdate podcast Discord channel, but around the world. Great job, Nick F. Don, any news for us? It sounds uh, for Geneva Convention. But <laughs> it's, it's the Lake it's Geneva War Lake Games Geneva. Convention. Yeah. yeah. I thought for sure that couldn't be what it is, so I kept scrolling down the page. But no, it's Nick's right. It's uh, Lake Geneva. Is that's really it, huh? huh. That's really it. Okay, wow. so founded in 1967. I thought you were just dad joking us. Huh. I, I thought I would. I had misgoogled or something, but no, that's that's what it is. Wow. So it is a it is a very poorly named convention. I stand by that. 
and say goodbye to our Gen Con sponsorship of this podcast. Oh, well, darn. Never been one for chasing money. That's why uh, we do podcasts. Exactly. Speaking of podcasts, uh, this next news note has nothing to do with them, but the Playdate OS 1.12.3 is out. It brings improved battery performance and energy percentage accuracy, which Mm -hmm. I've only noticed a couple times where sometimes it'll say like you go from 98% down to like 30% and then back up to like 97%. I've only seen that a couple times. Mm -hmm. And also improved button debouncing, fewer unwanted double presses, which I have never noticed, but uh, I know other users have other popular... I was going to say other popular streamers, but we are not popular streamers, but popular (laughs) streamers streamers. (laughs) have uh, had that issue. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, always, always a nice thing to get a little, uh, an OS update. So very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks panic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Panic. Uh, Life's too short. A game that we raved about uh, on our indie pick of the week, several episodes ago, like a very early episode uh, hit 500 downloads, which that seems to be like uh is that like the gold album standard for Playdate? <laughs> so far, until, yeah. sales? until another couple groups get their Playdates, probably. Yeah. I guess so. 500 <laughs> is pretty good. I, I, there's only yeah. a few games that I know of that have hit 500. So congratulations to Ollie Co. and to Life's Too Short. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can become uh, number 501 on the download list. And we will talk about one of his other games uh, here in a little bit. Yeah, and speaking of downloading games, there appears to be a new Playdate Store Twitter account. I ran across it the other day. It doesn't have many followers, and it's not following many, so I'm not positive if it's an official Playdate Store Twitter. But anyway, you can go to twitter.com slash playdatestore, and they're talking about some new additions to the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's handy to have in your feed as well. Um, it's a... It's an alternative to itch. I purchased mm-hmm. uh, Craner. Well, the Craner demo I got from here um, a couple months ago, a month or two ago. But mm-hmm. I think it's run by possibly Axolotl and a couple other people. Oh, it's not Panic? It's not Panic, no. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. But it's, I a, it's a place that... to host your, your games, though. So this is not the Playdate store that... No. Panic has been talking about developing. No, that's the catalog. I think they call it. Panic calls it the catalog. Interesting. Okay. All right. Huh. Okay. Well, chalk up another one for uh, confusing marketing, just like us, the (laughs) playdatepodcast.com. Right. (laughs) This this is playdate.store and we'll have a link in the show notes, but yeah, uh, it's worth a, it's worth a follow. They, they don't seem to put up a whole lot of stuff. It's been about a month since the, the previous newest release. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, Steam builds there and yeah. Okay. It's okay. Have another Radical. storefront. I know Nick hates new storefronts, new launchers. <laughs> as long sorry, as they Nick. don't uh, fire off a terminate and stay resident program on the play date, I'm, I'm fine with them. <laughs> so, um, Fair enough. yeah, this uh, looks like uh, some development tools are hosted on here. So mm-hmm. um, developers might find this of particular interest. Uh, hmm. graphics, sound, uh, font related tools, all that kind of stuff. So might want to, uh, give that, give that a close look if you're developing a game for the play date. Mm-hmm. Cool. Speaking of developing games for the play date, uh, I wanted to talk about reach the ocean. This is a game that was developed by Zanya Lasagna and, uh, Tiny Yellow Machine interviewed her on a show last week about her game that was not yet released at that time. However, yesterday, uh, August 15th, 2022, she released it on itch and there was a bit of a rocky start. I was excited to download this game. She had a great lead up to it. Like, hey, this is coming. Hey, it's in a couple days. Hey, it's in a few hours. And then it released and I went over and bought it. Nick, I think you did too. And I think the same exact thing happened to both of us. I bought it and then it gave me some sort of an error message. So I tried to buy it a second time. Same thing happened. I got charged twice for it. I don't mind, you know, it wasn't a a hefty fee, but, um, but I never got the download. And so to make a long story short, the launch day, August 15th, it was, 
sort of plagued by itch download issues. But I'm happy to say that by today, August 16th, a day later, uh, those download issues have been fixed. And uh, I'm also happy to say that it's a fun game. And uh, before I talk about the game at all, I thought I would uh, shut my yapper so that Nikki B can say anything he wants to add to this story. Yeah, so this was uh, their first uh, commercial game, from my understanding, um, mm-hmm. and uh, therefore their first game that they placed on Itch, I believe. Um, so, you know, there's going to be different issues when integrating with different uh, uh, card providers or storefronts or whatever the case may be. So um, that's unfortunate that that happened, but it's, you know, it's not not the end of the world, hopefully, and hopefully, uh, you know, everybody... Uh, was able to hop in today and um, get the game. But uh, I also found it extremely fun. So I'm looking forward to uh, talking some tips and tricks with you all about cool. this. Cool. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can go I for ask, it, what, how do you guys pay for stuff on it? Do you use PayPal? Do you use a card? Or I use PayPal. Okay. I think yeah, that's I mean, what I do. I, I do so too. I didn't know if it was like swipe was in the way. Card. So I, card. Payments are Stripe, I believe, with Stripe. Itch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if there's well, a, a bug between that and Itch or something, but anyway, whatever, it, whatever it is, Reach Ocean is yeah. up. It's got a great page, and I also downloaded it. And I'm terrible at it, but uh, yeah, fun, fun concept. Yeah, it, so I I just felt so bad for Zanya mm-hmm. when it released yesterday. Like, you know, you're building this up, and I've been in her shoes before. Where you have this product, you're developing a launch, you're getting people excited, and here it is. Oh, wait, uh, something's gone wrong. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was in conversation with her the day of its release and, uh, you know, trying to help where I could, but um, seems to have been fixed now. And I'm very happy for that. Do you guys want to talk about the game itself a little bit or is should we Can save we? it for like a I'm, uh... indie game of the week at another episode or how, how are you guys feeling? I think we've got time. Yeah, either either or. But uh, I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, cool. Let's go for it. We all played it. Yeah. All right. Nick, you want to give us the high-level overview of what we're looking at here? <laughs> all right. Uh, you are a sea turtle, and you're trying to get back to the ocean. You're trying to reach the ocean. Uh, and in order to do that, you have to avoid crabs, which are trying to pinch you. And uh, you can talk to seagulls, uh, get starfish energy, which I don't quite understand, but <laughs> well, uh, starfish restore your hit points, and then uh, you're collecting seashells. So as you go screen to screen, uh, you're just collecting these different seashells. But it, it's very tricky because there are different uh, um, crabs and then flying seagulls which try to to uh, attack you. You can talk to uh, seagulls which are landed. I believe they're seagulls. I think they're fellow turtles. <gasps> are they? I think the seagulls? So. The seagulls that fly by? The, not, the seagulls not. are flying by in a horizontal fashion, but there are stationary turtles that you can talk to every once wow. in a while, like once I a level. That up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something I wanted to touch on, actually, but I'm going to let you uh, finish this. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, Nick. But <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, so this was made in pulp, I, I take it. Um, yep. It, it feels uh, it's got that pulp feel, but um, the cool thing about it is the um, the personalized graphics. And this is my kind of score chaser, Ryan. I know you're always mm. saying that I don't like score chasers, but that's not true. Huh. Uh, I like certain score chasers. Mm, um, this one. Excellent. Tell me I've, why. Well, I've I've written score chasers as well. And the score chasers that I like have some kind of pattern. So this is uh, like a Pac-Man style score chaser in that uh, the enemies move in specific patterns, but also Mm -hmm. the layout of the seashells is static for Mm -hmm. each screen. So uh, you're able to memorize paths. And uh, because the behavior of the enemies is constant, uh, you can trick them in different ways. So by the time Mm -hmm. you make it to screen two, uh, you really have to start utilizing that skill. And mm-hmm. screen three, you you better be pretty proficient, at it <laughs> or you're gonna die. So um, it's uh it's great, and I found myself I played it for almost an hour straight today. Yeah, same. Uh-huh. And 
I just really couldn't put it down. I kept saying, okay, this is my last run. <laughs> and then I did just one more just to see if I could get further. And um, I hit 50 today and I was like, okay, that's probably the best that I'll be able to do. Um, and then that, that compulsion took over Ryan. I just kept going. <laughs> so uh, eventually I got up to 136, but uh, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. Okay, so, so you got to 136 shells. How many levels have you completed? It's a good question. And then how do you define completion? Because you can actually move from screen to screen without completing them. That's what I mean by completing, by moving to the next one. Moving to the next one. Okay. Well, uh, I was mentioning to Xenia Lasagna uh, before the recording that um, I just start took off. In, in one run. I just wanted to see how far I could get. And uh-huh. I got to screen five or six before I died. Um, on that 136, I don't remember offhand. Um, that That is one of the things which, uh, which I mentioned to her in the Discord earlier today. But uh, if there was a way that the results could remain on the screen for mm, yes. a little bit. Yes, um, it's hard to take that braggy picture. It, it kind of disappears quickly <laughs> after that. Disappears but yes. very quickly, but yeah. Um, so, so, I, so I do have some info for you on levels. Uh, there nice. are nine levels total. Mm-hmm. And okay. I I started like you did trying to get shells and I did not get as high as you. I think I got maybe 60 or 70. So now I've got something to chase. But I pretty quickly shifted my interest from shell collection to level completion. So Mm. I started beelining through the levels and not memorizing where the shells were, but memorizing where I needed to move in order to progress to the next level. And I managed to complete it. There are nine levels and Zanya uh, confirmed this to me, but she also told me a little secret that there is an extra level that is hidden somewhere. I have not found that level yet, but I have completed the nine levels of the game. Uh, but I'm really interested in going back and slowing it down a little bit to, you know, try to try to pick up as many shells as I can. But another thing that happened, I showed this to my son, who's nine, and uh, he barely saw it, but he saw uh, reach the ocean and that it was a, a turtle. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even think he saw the title "Reach the Ocean." He saw it was a turtle making its way somewhere, and he's like, "Oh, I, I know what to do on that." I'm like, "Okay, interesting. You've seen <laughs> it for two seconds. Tell me all about it." <laughs> yeah, and and he knew exactly what was going on. He's like, "Well, you're trying to reach the ocean." I'm like, "You're right." And he's like, "And those, um, and those seagulls and those crabs—they're trying to get you, right?" I'm like, "Yes, that's right." Like, so I think that Zanya probably has some real accurate sea life information (laughs) that she's working with to create this game because my son is a big fan of the wild crats and knew exactly what was going on with these animals. So nice work, Zanya. Yeah, definitely nice work. Um, It's it's really, really fun. And uh, for your first game, um, just a a high bar to... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> try to clear with your next one, right? Um, yeah, you, you know, I was watching that interview with her on Tiny Yellow Machine and Don, I saw you pop in there a time or two. So maybe mm-hmm. you can comment on this too. But she said that she learned programming so that she could create a Playdate game. Like she so took cool. a programming class and had made one game before this. It looked like sort of a, a Gradius or something like a ship game, you know, moving from left to right across the screen. Um, but that was like her project. And the reason she took this programming class was to make a Playdate game. And, uh, you know, the host told her how cool that was. And I would echo the same thing. I thought that yeah. was really neat that the Playdate inspired her to learn this stuff. And here it is realized. So congratulations, Zanya. I'm so sorry you had to suffer through that uh, bumpy first day, but, uh, I hope it was all worth it because I think that game is pretty darn killer. Lots to love there. Lots of great level design. There's not just blocks tossed on a screen. Like there's definite concerted thought put into strategic areas that you can move and making each level very different from one another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice work. Nice work. And it's got basically a manual here on the itch page. 
Yes. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yes. Thank you, Don. Now I know to high five the uh, starfish when I'm low in health. <laughs> yeah. The bottom, the bottom gif shows a little note showing how to do that. Nick, by the way, <laughs> it's, it's very important. Um, Indeed. Mm hmm. Very cool. So cool. make sure you make sure you rate this game so it can get bump up in the, uh, in the rankings there. Yeah. And we'll toss a link to this in the show notes for today's episode, of course. Yeah, for sure. All right. And uh, our final, oh my, what is happening? Our final sh- news and notes section is Rocket Bytes level design contest. So there is a feature on a new game, which uh, may be coming up here in a second, um, that allows you to design your own levels, sort of like Mario Maker or something. It's But it's really interesting. They've got the crank involved in how to select things for making the level. Very cool. Anyway, uh, I believe it is in conjunction with Tiny Yellow Machine, where they are going to take different levels made by players and i think they're even going to add the winningest level to the game itself but um anyway i'm being a little cryptic about the game not talking much about it because it'll come up here in a minute but for the news and notes just wanted to let everybody know you've got like uh, two ish more days to create your rocket bites level designs and send them on over we'll include a link to that in the notes as well have you guys created any Nick, have you Come created Come on. I, I have not. I have I have started. I okay. have done some awful levels. How, but... <laughs> how involved is it? Because I have an idea for a level, but I haven't tried it yet. Ooh, it's not very involved. It's pretty darn intuitive. I, okay. I did not understand immediately how to save it, and so I lost my first very bad level. Oh. But then I discovered how to save, which is just in the circular button settings menu there's an option to save in there i kept looking around the on-screen uh user interface and and couldn't find it and you know i I am a a man of very small mind so it confused me but i found it eventually um and i don't know if i'll make a level good enough to submit or not but i do have some bad levels made we'll see how it goes how about you don you made anything? No, I don't know. I have an idea, but I, I haven't tried messing with it. I'm not very creative. It looks like we have two days left. Realize that idea, Don. You can totally do it in a day. You could do it in an afternoon or less. An if, afternoon? I yes. was thinking, like, can I do it in 20 minutes is what I was. Oh, gosh. Come on, Don. I mean, it, we're talking to Don here, Ryan. Yeah. The answer is yes. Obviously. Yes, you can do that in 15, 10 minutes, Don. I'm, I'm used to like DS stuff. Can I draw it? I mean, sort of on the screen yeah. and it'll be done. It won't work, but yeah, <laughs> you just have to erase it afterwards. Right. And what is, what is possibly Axolotl's user pick? Do you guys know what that is? One time it made sense in my head what it's a picture of, but I've never been able to figure it out since. Where do you see the pick? Well, like it Twitter sounds like we might have to uh, hop on tiny yellow machine this week and ask that in the chat. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so like August 18th. Okay. August 18th is the Rocket Bite show and possibly Axolotl is going to be on there. So uh, there's your plug. All right. So that does it for the news and notes, which brings us to the indie games of the week. Who would like to go first? Okay, it's actually me. I'm going to talk (laughs) about Rocket Bites since we were just talking about it anyway. That makes sense. And... um, yeah, so I think we mentioned this is made by possibly Axolotl. It's a relatively new game. I think it was just released a week or two ago. And um, there, so it's called a reverse platformer. Basically, you're sort of blasting off with a ship and you're trying to make your way through uh, various maze type elements without touching any of the maze walls or uh things that may interfere with your 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 path of spaceship and if you do kaboom you go right back to the beginning and it can be occasionally frustrating because if you touch something right off the bat kaboom you're right back in the same place and to have that happen multiple times over until you learn the physics of this game is 
can be occasionally trying. Um, I think it's a pretty darn fun game, but it is a little tricky getting a handle on how that gravity control works. Um, There was a little chatter on the itch page about the ability to control gravity. And basically it amounts to, you have to get into the back end of the JSON files and make some programming changes, which I am not comfortable doing. When I first read it, I thought there was some sort of setting in the game that you could change like as a user, but I clarified that with possibly Axolotl today. And he said, no, basically you're, you're, you're getting into the files and changing a little bit of programming. And even a little bit of programming is too much programming for me. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I guess I'll just have to live with the existing heavy gravity force if, if, <laughs> that exists in the game now. If you need me to make a change for you, I'm happy to do that. We'll, we'll see how much I want to inconvenience you. I know you have many things going on. Um, so anyway, you're a little rocket and you're trying to make your way through a maze toward a larger rocket and then you blast off and complete that level. There are many levels. Um, I can't remember if there's 10, 12, something. And with more, more to come, promised. 15. 15, thank you. With more to come. Um, so uh, I've only made it through five, six seven, six, probably six-ish levels so far. Mm-hmm. And boy, does that difficulty level ramp up <laughs> fast. Have you guys played this game? I I haven't even had a chance to download this one. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've failed you. Not on the backlog yet. Yeah, my catchphrase doesn't even work. Um, <laughs> Don? Uh, yeah, I've played a bit. Um, I'm a few levels in. Uh, yeah, I... It's similar to a lot of games, but feels good. Like it feels like a modern take on um, a bit like Pixel Junk Shooter, which is an updated version of what? What other games are like this? Was it Moonlander? It sounds sounds like Bit Trip Runner to me. No, no, no. It's not like Bit Trip Runner at all. Well, doesn't Ain't it uh, return you back to the start if you uh, yes. run into? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I guess it has it has a roguelike aspect like that. I guess you can. Well, you die, you restart. But um, the actual gameplay feels more like uh, it, it's Moonlander, right? Where you yeah, Jupiter land, lander, yeah, yeah, you land on the little pad mixed with like, is it Kuru 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 in the spinning stick thing? What are you guys talking about? Nick knows what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like a spinning stick. Ryan, you-, you would love this game on Game Boy Advance. <laughs> You're not Kuru, talking about Kuru Kuru in, huh? It's like oh, a spinning yeah, stick that you move through a maze of obstacles. This plays very similar to that, except you're a not spinning. Yeah, you're oh, a very okay. you're a, a more round object in uh, Rocket Bites. Aha, uh-huh, you're, gotcha. you're a very okay. long straight object in Kuru mm-hmm. Kuru. Anyway, it feels like a mixture of those two games, and those are great games. I mean, Pixel Junk Shooter um, is uh, an excellent PS3 game. Anyway, yeah, it's it's really good. It feels really it feels like it could almost be a season game but I need to play a little further. These kind of games are really tricky and hard. And I usually play play date late at night and I need to be a little more alert to play this kind of thing. Big time. But I love how responsive the crank is. And the crank is like mm-hmm. a super good analog control for this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is this, so is this a Nick style crank game? Yeah. I think you, I think you'd, all right, dude, you grew up with this nice. type of thing. I think you'd appreciate this. Awesome. It, it's it's so hard. I, I know that Nick enjoys punishing games occasionally, but then there's things like he doesn't wrap his head around like Whitewater Wipeout, and that's that's not a, a, a <laughs> that, that's not a, uh, a jab to Nick. But uh... I wonder if this game has that kind of difficult uh, to master mechanic. Uh, that this feels more Nick gamey than, than that does. This has a little star sled in it, I guess. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Little, like that. I was just going to say maybe a, a tad, a skosh of hyper meteor, a, a little, little bit. batch of, of uh, anger thrown in for good well, measure. Well, one thing I love is you don't have to land the rocket. You just got to like hit the rocket window. Like you okay. get sucked into the base. You don't have to like land, oh, perfect, nice. which I hated in games like that. Yeah. You had to like land your rocket perfectly. 
on the center. That was my of the, favorite when I did it. Right? Pad. <laughs> when you do it right, the one out of like thirty-five times you land <laughs> yeah. perfect. I'm going oh, man, 65,000 miles. <laughs> you are lucky to complete a level in 35 attempts on some of those number five yeah. or six levels. I don't know how far you've got that, but like I have racked up the deaths and oh, it's a toughie. It make is a some, toughie. Make some easy levels, right? Yeah. Yeah. A level editor. Just a big open yeah. corridor. Yeah. Uh, have to see what I can send over before august 18th <laughs> i'm also a sucker for any of these playdate games that have little images of playdates in them and this has a little <laughs> playdate in it automatically nice. gets an extra star so yeah and wow. I, I feel like we should not overlook the fact that there is a level editor like you can make your own levels i have yeah. not seen that in a playdate game yet and that's so cool it's like the fact that they're highlighting that on this upcoming episode of tiny yellow machine i think is brilliant because mm-hmm. i didn't even look into that until i saw that contest i'm like oh wait there's a what now and started you know messing around with it that is super super cool so uh great job i think We've said this for a gamer three before, but this really does feel fleshed out enough where it could be a contender for a season game. Uh, so really nice job, possibly Axolotl icing on the cake with the level editor, and uh, who knows, maybe you'll maybe you'll see my name in the running on August eighteenth. I don't know. Get to work, Ryan. You got nothing else going late <laughs> yeah. August. Yeah, as a teacher, um, Ryan. <laughs> Sketch, share, solve. One of the first Playdate games has a level editor. Is that you can, right? You can share your levels. Yeah, it's a it's a Picross game, a nonogram game. Oh, that was a an indie game, correct? That was yes. not a season game, correct. correct? Okay, so we've not seen it in a season game yet. We still have right. That's true. That's true. I got myself yeah. confused there. Thanks for keeping me straight. That's because this game's so top tier it feels like a season game yeah yeah it's pretty gosh darn polished i i think the only thing i might ask for a revision or an addition on this game i should say is that player ability to control gravity so there's a couple levels where gosh i i feel like i I would so love to have that. So anyway, maybe it could be like an easy, medium and hard uh, designation mm-hmm. where it just allows you to have a little more leeway when you're you know, blasting through these mazes. Uh, but then on the hard, you get to this like whatever gravity setting it's at right now. Um, I think that would be a nice addition because then you might be able to make your way through all the levels and then up that difficulty a little bit slower. Have that have that difficulty curve, you know, sort of ramp out a little further. Ryan, I'll send you an updated JSON file. (laughs) (laughs) I can make my own easy, medium and hard. (laughs) Make up and down on the D pad, raise and lower the gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Nick doesn't have anything going on. No. Cool. All right. That's rocket bites. (laughs) We're like almost halfway through the show already. So let's hear about uh, some other indie games of the week. Uh, would you all like to hear about a game called Goo Game? No. Certainly. I mean, yes. yes I hope yes, so. Yes. That's that's what I prepared to talk about today. <laughs> um, and by today, I mean last time that we recorded. So <laughs> I don't remember much about whatever you said last time. So Okay. Oh, I was not present for that last time. <laughs> So it's new to me. Uh, so this is an adventure game. It is uh, also made in pulp, if I recall correctly. Uh, you are a piece of goo, and you're trying to reunite with other pieces of goo so that you can ascend a hill and gain enlightenment or whatever a piece <laughs> of goo does once they ascend a hill. So um, you're plopped down in the middle of this farm, and uh, you're immediately tasked with uh, the chore of gathering up these cows. Um, And there's a variety of tasks. Uh, There's a lot of cool music in this game. And um, it is very impressive and fun. There are little nods to uh, other game series and RPGs specifically. Uh, So, you know, I was enthralled immediately. But uh, it is... 
very fun. I still haven't finished it yet. I've collected four out of five of the pieces of goo needed to ascend the hill. Hmm. Um, and I, I'm not sure where the, the last one is. Um, and I believe I've explored the entire map and uh, haven't seen it. So um, I'm missing something. But uh, it's a game that has uh, really captured my attention and imagination. Uh, poking into every nook and cranny in this game world is really fun uh, in a way which is very difficult for a lot of modern games to replicate um, for me. So uh, really enjoyed this and uh, look forward to maybe finding that last piece of goo one day. (laughs) (laughs) Very interesting. Your description has me excited. This happens so often when we do these indie games, you know, you Mm -hmm. find something that I've not found yet and I'm like itching to go download this thing now. Which, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention that Rocket Bytes is a name your price download. And I don't mean to hijack the Goo Game talk, but bringing it back to Goo Game, it is also a name your price download Correct. on itch. And uh, Goo Game was made by James Game Boy, uh, <laughs> which is either an excellent name for a Playdate developer or a great pseudonym. But uh, the... Art looks like it says God game. So if you're looking uh, just at the art as uh, I was, it appeared to say God game. And I was uh, very it, confused. Does it, it did, look like that? It did to me. <laughs> now, I might not have had my glasses on or had the <laughs> oh, light on. Oh, my glasses. <laughs> that looks a little God game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fair. Don. <laughs> I appreciate that. The one guy wearing glasses is the one that thinks it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know there's corrective lenses in there somewhere. You guys just like to hide them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, anyway, so that's the uh, the reason why I hadn't uh, hadn't picked it. I was like, I don't remember what this is, and uh, I just have passed by it in my uh, my game list every week for a long time. But uh, finally gave it a shot. Really glad that I did. It's like uh, Cat World. I just really had a great time with it. So. Um, give it a shot if you're into point and click adventures, old school RPGs, that kind of thing. Uh, it's it's pulp tastic. Hmm. That's that's pulp-tastic. my new tastic tagline. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, where's the size sticker? <laughs> it's an audio medium, Don. Let's hear it. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, my game of the week is a game called Squish, made okay. by Pawprints, who also make cat game what's it called cat world cat world i knew it wasn't cat quest (laughs) good job dad i didn't want to say cat quest uh anyway this this game is not called cat world it's called squish s-k-w-i-s-h so the idea is you're a ball of goo and you smash into other little blocks of goo and solve puzzles and then you get into a hole and you go to the next puzzle so there's 40 levels and I think this started as a PC game and was ported over to the Playdate. It's similar somewhat uh, to Box Boy or Box Girl, if you played those games on the DS or the Switch. Uh, very good series, 3DS or Switch. Very good series made by Nintendo. Um, gave me sort of the similar vibe, the way you solve puzzles. So you're just jamming boxes of glue to goo together, and the puzzles are very clever. They get very clever very quickly. There is a uh, free demo. And so I got the demo thinking, ah, I don't know if this looks like for me. There's so many puzzle games on the Switch or on the uh, Playdate. But I love the demo so much, I immediately pre-ordered it. So right now it is uh, $5, um, which I think is a, a steal because there's a lot of fun to be had here. It'll take you a couple hours probably to get through these levels. And there's a really nice feature where you can rewind time. So if you make a bad move, you can mm. just hit the button and move backwards if you make too many moves you can reset you can hit the the start button and reset your stage which i do have to do um my only small knock is that some of the colors uh saying quotes there's like gray and dark gray are two of the colors i wish there's a little bit more texture on to differentiate the colors because sometimes uh, you have to change colors to move different blocks at different times. And sometimes it's easy to lose sight of uh, what color needs to go where, especially when you're in a low light setting with the play mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not a huge deal. It's not like you're running against a timer or enemies or anything, but uh, that's that's one small thing if you have a, a hard time with uh, colors and textures on the uh, play date. But really fun game, very satisfying. So check out Squish. Awesome. This looks really cool. Reminds me of like Game Boy type puzzle games like mm-hmm. Boxel or oh gosh, Tomato Guy. What is that? Quirk. Quirk. Um, and uh but but different and Mm -hmm. i i like how uh thoughtful they're making these little minor animations like this game Mm -hmm. could have been done with zero animation just replacing cells but you can see the little circle guy moving between uh squares you can see him sort of like like wiggling Mm -hmm. into becoming (laughs) the squares yeah it makes it feel very (laughs) jello like very slimy Mm -hmm. Um, just a lot of little animation details they've included. They didn't have to that really make the game feel quite polished, even though it looks pretty simple. Um, yeah, this is another one that, uh, you know, Don, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to go drop some dough here. This looks really great. Did you drop some end dough. Up completing it? I'm on like level 38, I think 38 okay. or 39 know- out of 40. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm right Very at cool. the end. It gets real tricky where you're doing dozens of moves. And then if you make uh-huh. a mistake, it's like, oh, I got to figure out where I went wrong. Yeah. I, so. I love the th- the fact that you said there's a rewind because mm-hmm. I remember in those Game Boy puzzle games that I mentioned, like if you blocked yourself out of a certain area, well, then you were done for and you just had to, you know, restart. Uh, but it's cool that you can like, pull back time a little bit to where you may have made a mistake and try to figure it out from a slightly different section instead of rewinding to the complete beginning. That's very cool. There are some where you'll, once you stick two blocks next to each other, they're, they're done. They're stuck for the rest of the level. Uh And so you'll stick them and then click backwards, rewind one move, then move down a square, click it. So you're just constantly with the crank clicking back and forth, trying different moves very quickly it's very reactive so it's very hmm. satisfying it's not reloading a, a level over and over which is that's really cool nice. yeah 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 i can see how that would be satisfying as a player mm-hmm. uh, yeah so worth a look i thought i thought we were done do we want to talk about uh what we've been doing we've got about 15 minutes left what do you guys think well you know what else we could do a little bit here is i feel like we've been a little cagey about what the heck happened two weeks ago <laughs> because we're like hey we're 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 recording and then oh hey never mind here's nick f and it it seemed like there were a few engaged listeners who were like what's happening which which i can i can totally understand and i i'm gonna take the majority of the credit here for a very weird week um we were in the middle of recording uh literally in the middle of an episode and my wife came down and told me that our, our son had a very high fever and I basically closed up the computer and said goodbye and we took him to the ER. With all that said, he is just fine. He bounced back the day after. So uh, everything's fine. We, we don't need uh, you know cards or sympathy or anything. <laughs> He's good, thankfully, but it was very scary at the time. And uh, I think from what I hear, Don and Nick tried to soldier on after that, but it was just... Uh, like did, did Zencaster um, stop or something so, when I uh, shut my computer? Yeah, a couple of things. Earlier in the episode, when you were still here, um, I got really sick and I left for like 10 minutes and came back. <laughs> and so you guys were talking, but then you stopped. And so that was going yeah, to be one thing. We tried to make your editing job easy. But, which, yeah. which is fine, yeah. which is great. Um, but then also, yeah, when you left, it ended our call. Oh and so gosh. then we had to create a new call. And there was some issue with that. And so we had to create a third call, um, which, oh, it, which it already... added you to the, to the new call. Oh, that's right. Even though you yeah. weren't there. Yeah. Um, it did what now? It auto added you. It created huh. a guest. And oh, it wouldn't me? let us start without a guest. Yeah. Uh, it was waiting for a third guest. Oh my gosh. What a and nightmare. So we could not record without it. And so and I, I didn't feel right impersonating you. So. <laughs> right. You uh, could probably do it. Just so we finally, we finally, started that out we went ahead and finished the episode which was like 20 more minutes but we were really stilted we were 20 minutes of us going uh yeah we were (laughs) not in a good rhythm or anything and then it was a lot of editing and it was my birthday and i did not feel like doing all that that night (laughs) 
And so we were just, there wasn't anybody singing really bad song renditions. Right. uh, And so we just decided it's going to be a subpar product. Let's just not release it. And we had the rare benefit of you had just recorded a bonus episode. So we said, Ryan said, let's release it. So let's just release it. Yeah. 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 We we weren't going to release that tips and techniques episode until this week. Uh, But, uh, Nick F and I recorded just a day or two earlier. And for some reason I had a bee in my bonnet that I was just going to edit that thing and get it ready. And boy, I'm glad I did because it came in handy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, So glad uh, your son's feeling better and Don, glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize what was happening. I just thought you uh, stepped out for a minute. Didn't realize that was uh, bad news for Don too. Sorry to hear that, Don. I've uh, learned that our vamping skills are not very good, Ryan. <laughs> we need practice. <laughs> well, yeah, we, anyway. we we tried, but you know, it's it's not the same without one of the three of us. It just yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm glad we've got the all three of us back in the house. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, so, listeners, and mystery, mystery assault. Happy birthday to you, Don. And happy birthday, thank you, Nick, and happy birthday to Ryan. Ryan's birthday was and happy like birthday a couple days later. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy very Everyone late birthday. Happy very early birthday, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> happy half birthday, a uh, couple days in between. Happy our birthday, birthdays. everybody. <laughs> yes. um, All right. I, I did have an exciting announcement. Um, I shipped out the sample games to beta testers for my new pinball game, and I don't want to get too into pinball on this but uh i am very very excited about that that's a huge hey, milestone and great. i'm very very excited so so we were sort of yes congratulations we were sort of talking about this right before the show started but like i feel like that's another thing that we haven't explained a whole lot about as ourselves and i think don had a great suggestion to maybe do that next episode where we've got a little more time and we can talk about how Nick is designing this incredible game and has designed many incredible games. And you know what, what each of us do when we're not talking about this little yellow handheld with a crank. So um, yeah, I feel like we've uh, indeed the heck out of this show. I didn't even get to boobity boop our season games of the week. Cause they're over, out, of, out of practice or, or any uh, uh, I think we were going to talk about what we've been up to in the past couple weeks month on the on the play date but i feel like we've kind of got a show in the can yeah, yeah. It, it when we were like doing one every week it was like play date all the time yeah and i was really up on <laughs> yeah. everything and then taking just a week off well we took a month off basically mm-hmm. and yeah. uh feel really out of out of practice with the play date now <laughs> i like do too foreign to me um, yeah you know i uh i was really happy to see the whole rocket bites level uh, uh, competition level making competition thing coming yeah. up. It's sort of like reignited a, a little spark in me because I like that was my indie game of the week a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, I'm like, oh, that's kind of serendipitous, and you know, taught me a new thing. So it was nice to sort of get back into it. But I agree, it, it was a little. Uh, I don't know. I, we were going so hot and heavy there for a while that I feel like we all just needed a little a little breather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um for, I did play me? I did play more B three sixty and I played more Ratcheteer. So I am still playing Ooh. stuff. I played uh, I played all of Time from Earth and I just left a review for for that. Oh, cool. Um so I'm still playing, just uh what? not constantly like I was before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you up to on B three sixty? Uh I don't know. Just I, I noticed that it got a lot easier for a while. Like I, I think there's three paddles going now. I'm maybe on like the fourth or fifth planet, and it seemed a lot easier hmm. for several stages in a row. So I feel like I got over a hump. Cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I remember that one level you sent me, and I, I remember that being a oh, toughie. Uh, yeah. I, I, I haven't revisited it yet since you know, Uber playing it that week. And I think I'm like three levels away from completing it like 97, 98, something like that. Mm. Um, I was playing some casual birder because I feel like I nice. just scraped the surface of that one. Yeah. And 
it is a very fun, quirky game. I'm, I'm glad to be getting back into that a little bit. And I also showed maybe maybe this is an episode we can do in the future but i showed a friend of mine we vacationed together the play date and uh you know he'd heard of it he never touched it before and i was forced into the unexpected decision of what do you show them first like what oh, game do you have a newcomer i had play? the exact same issue here recently tell me what you did Oh man, we should do a show about this. I know. Okay. We're, we're we're getting long in the show, but I'll just say very quickly that I had him start with um bah, old man brain. Uh Crankin's time travel adventure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you do? I had him start with Flipper Lifter, actually. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I always do Let's... uh a joke that costs ninety nine cents. Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one, but also so hard. <laughs> it is very hard. <laughs> so is so is Crankins. Crankins is one I've Crankin done before hard. too. But yeah. but you you guys are forgetting those beginning levels. The beginning levels are very easy, and mm-hmm. they bring you into the game in a very approachable way. Like the first game is literally just crank crank. There's your date. Next one. Then you're on level two, and then there's like and obstacle that is very easy and you kind of slowly get to learn it so that's a game let's talk about that on that episode goodbye (laughs) we'll save our thoughts until the 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 real episode on what episode which episode yeah the cranking episode (laughs) no no i'm talking about like we should do an episode where we talk about what is a first game that you show someone on a play date oh you just that's a good idea for a future show ryan excellent we are totally nailing the end of this show speaking of shows i feel like we're in (laughs) trolls too and we can't high five each other that was a misconnection okay that's not hitting either (laughs) not nidhog what's uh what was it no bog (laughs) no bog no bog yes the most uncomfortable end of a show ever can we say goodbye already reference yeah yeah Whatever. In no silence. one's listening to this anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I should look at I should look at how our listenership has done since we took a break and I'm yes. not gonna do it on air. Uh, thanks for listening. The show. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening. Let's edit all this out. Uh thanks for listening. Check us out in two weeks. I don't know what we'll be talking about then, but we'll have more great indie picks, more great playdate news, and more awkward transitions. Uh, playdaypodcast.com hello play hello pd podcast on twitter and please join us in the discord thank you to all of our new followers on discord and on uh instagram we got a ton of instagram follows this week i don't know somebody famous must have tagged us on accident i I bought those bots yeah thank you nick thank you appreciate that that five dollar ad worked so Mm -hmm. anyway thanks we'll see you in the future Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.